0: The
1: store, bitch. I'm on my way, and I got to the I don't know why they call them chasers. But it's not like Cubs can run real fast. Double vodka with hot brownie chasers. He just wanted to watch me eat it, naked. I can't say that's dirty. They do anything to get into your pants. I love them.
0: Stop
1: it! Stop. 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 <laughs> Gone wild. Well, hello everybody. It's a brand new year and a brand new Chubs Gone Wild episode 525, recorded on. January 3rd, 2024, instead of January 1st, 2024, because we had conflicts, but we don't have conflicts today, so here we are, and it is 55 degrees and partly cloudy outside the Chubbs Go Wild Remote Studios, where it is 43 days until Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day,
0: won't you? you never, You never count that one.
1: I know, but this year, I don't know. I just thought, I'm in such a Valentine's Day mood. Not. Clint and I were talking about how it would be really nice for us to have a uh, a Valentine's Day party, actually.
0: Well, how's he going to do that? He's not even in town. On Valentine's Day? Yeah. What do you mean? Well, he's in uh, Palm Springs with Brian. On Valentine's Day? Well, through that week, because uh. I'm watching Brian, uh, Brian no, uh, Brad.
1: Oh, is that what it is? Well, then he must forgot. What? He wanted to tell, or forgot to tell me or something, but. Oh, well, go down and spend way too much money with gay people that are old. Yeah, go have a fun time, damn it. Fun time? Have you, you've been to Palm Springs. It's not that fun.
0: Well, if you know people, it is. You
1: go in a pool one day, you go to one bar, and then you're all like, I'm done! Unless, well, I'm I'm into the daddies, so actually, I could have fun down there. Moving on, <clears throat> it's also 302 days until Halloween, and 358 days until Christmas comes around once again. Hmm. Anyway, uh, Patreon! Offers folks a way to support creators and receive rewards not open to the general public. (laughs) Like special podcasts, videos, books, and more. And we want to thank our amazing current patrons. Clint, who's going to be in Palm Springs. So there you go. He's not getting anything from me now. Nope, not going to do it. Uh, uh, Yep. New Year. uh, Nephi. Nick. DJ is the sage from the Universe. Eric, Sean, Kingsley, Brother Senatus, Phoenix Dave, and Moose P. Please visit patreon.com slash Matt Burlingame for as little as a dollar a month. Hey, we have a new year and new affirmations. And today's affirmation, I have a loving, happy, and fearless heart. Mm. Mostly true. Yeah,
0: you're fearless. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm loving and happy. You're fearless. There we go. All right. History. On January 3rd, 1990, Panama's General Manuel Antonio Noriega, after hoeing up, oh my, for 10 days at the Vatican Embassy in Panama City, surrenders to U.S. military troops to face charges of drug trafficking. Noriega was flown down to Miami the following day, where crowds of citizens on the streets of Panama City rejoiced. On July 10, 1992, the former dictator was convicted of drug trafficking, money laundering, and racketeering, and sentenced to 40 years in prison. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. <clears throat> and yet, you know, we have re- resu- resurrectionists. No, that's not it. What, what was it? It's not a resurrection. It's a. Ooh, right? No, you know, what Dingbat did. Insurrection. Oh, insurrection. Okay. And they just run free. So there you go yeah um right. <clears throat> today let's see if there are any fun holidays today is the festival of sleep well i haven't done that but i might do it this
0: afternoon <laughs> i think i did a little sleep in today not too long but enough that i regretted it you know it's one of those it's too cold to get up there's nothing to do i might as well just lay in bed and then you wake up and you feel achy yeah gotcha yeah Alright, it's also Humiliation Day.
1: Look at those glasses. Those are tacky. that's sorry, I don't believe that, so it's not really Humiliation. (laughs) Anyway, I don't feel like being humiliated today. It's also J.R.R. Token Day. Maybe I should watch the movie. Token? I have it, but I haven't watched it yet. it's also memento mori don't know what that is national chocolate covered cherry day um national drinking straw day i have some of those i could do that one national right to congress day
0: why is that w-r-i-t-e yes Well, uh, write to Congress and complain. There's plenty to do.
1: That's true. Complain, complain, complain to a bunch of people that don't give a shit as long as they get their dollars, get their money, honey. Uh, Women Rock Day. That is true. I didn't know there are women rocks, but okay. Uh, Did you see the new spelling of women? With an X? No. W-O-M-X-N. No. Wix. Wix. Wim. Wom wooks
0: Wix, Wix, no, Wix. No. No.
1: No, Mr. Yep. Peter. No. Yeah. Just got to take the men out of the women. Wait. What? Maybe I'm for that. Anyway. So those are the holidays. You celebrated or could celebrate today. Some of those are actually... Celebratable, um, but let's move into birthdays and see who we can celebrate there. We've actually missed a few birthdays, but sorry about that. Uh, actually, we have no—I have no birthdays today. That's interesting. So recent birthdays starting with January first, so we don't forget anybody. Happy birthday to Cass, uh, Cassie, Aspen, Todd. DJ Sausage from the Univaz. Happy birthday. Uh, also to uh, Bobby Joe Valentine. Aww. Happy birthday. Yeah, anyway, he's a good performer. Uh, <clears throat> upcoming birthdays. Happy birthday to Deborah, Sarah, Liz, author Liz Ferem. Ferem? Hmm. Uh, Kevin, Santos, Carlos, so sexy Carlos. Uh, we have Angelique, Mike, Byron, our local bear, Byron, and Joanna Cassis, former uh... host of Being Gay Today. Thank you. And Larry Vader, who is the uh, part of the uh, Little Fatty Cast.
0: So... She's also president of the Lambda Center. Larry Vader, no. Oh, what really, really was she? Yeah, I mean, and, um, before before uh, she was doing uh, being gay today, and you know, of course it it was such a I, I, I hear she left because you know she got tired of all the bullshit. Uh, yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. It yeah. takes white
1: man to run a nonprofit because they're. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other thing. And by the way, if anybody's listening and thinking I'm serious, I'm not. But um, it just seems that usually they get less of the bullshit than anybody else that is in that role. Now, when I came into the community, uh, the person running the center was named Ellen. Do you remember that at all? No. No. Mm -hmm. Do you remember Marsha?
0: I do remember Marcia. Yeah,
1: she was running the, the the center, too. Was she? Yeah. She lied to me in an article, too. Upset Clint quite a bit before I even knew him. All right. Well, happy birthday to all of them. Moving on. Rather than just sitting here talking about our personal histories, let's jump back into... Uh, oh, feedback. We got something in our feedback. Sean wrote in and said, I kind of liked Bob's Burgers at first, but eventually gave up on it. Jen, who never actually watched it, but did overhear me watching it, said everyone on the show sounds like they're always yelling. Maybe that's why I got tired of it. I don't know. All I know is yeah, I watched I, two episodes and went, okay.
0: And I Yeah, I mean, I want to like it. The kids are just weird enough that that's kind of cool and... I like the parents, and and there's lovely fan fiction on the father and the guy who, uh, uh, the hairy guy who's always eating burgers at the place. Oh yeah, okay. That that fan fiction is fun, but the show's just not. Yeah, I don't get it. You know, it's it's, yeah. The episodes that I watched
1: was one where they were in a zombie apocalypse. (laughs) And then the other one was their Christmas episode for this year, where it was a takeoff of, um, it was a very loose takeoff of a Christmas Carol. Jack Nicholson movie. Christmas.
0: Oh, One Flew the Cuckoo's Nest? No,
1: no, no, no. The yeah. Shining? Yeah. It was oh. a very, very loose, and then a Christmas, it was just, I don't know. Like you said, I kind of wanted to like it, but it just didn't hit it. Just didn't hit that mark. All right. <clears throat> we want to send some chub hugs out. And the first and foremost one that we want to send out is to Tim and Lexi. Uh, what happened? Simon George passed over the Rainbow Bridge.
0: I had not heard.
1: Yeah, I, it was. It popped up on my Facebook yesterday. It was really, really super sad. So, we want to send him lots and uh, Lexi lots and lots and lots of love. So, um, and then also, we want to send love out to Japan. Well, uh, yeah, to Japan, who just between planes and earthquakes, it's, ugh, it's awful.
0: You have any that you'd like to send out? Um uh, just um this crazy weather that we're dealing with and it gets worse all the time. Yeah. Um with uh um what's happening around the nation, just the storms, the mm-hmm. cold. It's all fucked up. So and you know, and right. yet and yet the the world still is fighting back against trying to save the planet. I don't get it. Right. And
1: it's, it's all, it's about money and corporations. Yeah. yep. Okay. Uh, so we do have some celebrity deaths to report this time, starting with, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Tom Wilkerson, the two time Oscar nominated British actor who appeared in films such as The Full Monty, Shakespeare in Love, and The Best Exotic Marigold Hotel. He died December
0: 30th he was 75 and if you don't know who he is take a picture uh, look at his picture and then you'll go oh yeah he was in yeah. everything Yep. you know one of those guys that was in everything mm-hmm. you know, and always good
1: yeah Um. definitely Uh. Tom, Tommy Smothers one half of the Smothers Brothers musical comedy duo died on December 26th really I didn't realize it was that long ago. Uh at uh Santa Rosa, California, he was eighty-six. Man. It's so
0: weird when you find out celebrities live close to you. Mm-hmm. Because Tommy Smothers uh was, you know, in Santa Rosa and Carol Channing was in Stockton. Yeah, that's like, that what? I can't even imagine. Oh yeah, you know, down the street that's uh, you know, Willem Dafoe. He lives right down the what? Right.
1: Murphy and, uh used to live in, out in Loomis. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Um Tom Hanks used to live down the street. <laughs> anyway, let's see. Uh but I remember him from Nick at Night reruns. They would they would play all the, you know, the 70s and stuff like that but even growing up I would watch him on the tonight show and everything the smothers brothers they were always one of my favorites so my grandmother loved
0: them. well they were so much fun i mean speaking from because uh, uh, i wasn't quite a teenager but um you know i had my my brother and my uh who was uh, well he wasn't a teenager anymore either actually uh maybe just past teenage years but yeah he was very uh, the smothers brothers carol burnett mm-hmm. you know all those the, the, those shows were very popular in my house Yep.
1: Yeah. yeah all all of those and those are ones that i ended up watching a lot in the once they introduced nick at night and started with the reruns like from mr ed on that's how i know so many of those shows and i i love them so much anyway uh, moving on, uh, Lee Sung-kyun, never say it right, uh, a South Korean actor who starred in the 2020 Oscar Best Picture Parasite, died uh, December 27th, he was 48. Here's another big one, Shecky Green, the Tonight Show alum and stand-up comedy legend, Died. He was 97. He was known for comedy uh, in the comedy world for his numerous appearances on The Tonight Show starring Johnny Carson. Occasionally serving as guest host on the Late Night series. And he was a legend. I mean I don't even remember much of his comedy but I know his name. It's like the first thing when you're like what are you Shecky Green? 60s and 70s were his big time. Yeah. But, wow. Um, Mickey uh, Cottrell, a veteran Hollywood publicist who championed independent films for decades, died January 2nd. He was 79. Also, Mexican actor Ana Ophelia, who voiced Mama Coco in Coco, died at age 90. Mama Coco. I know. That was s- such a good movie. All right. Uh, George R. R. Uh, in entertainment news. George R. R. Martin knows there's a lot to choose from in terms of content. That's why he's not stopping him from adding more. And uh, in this, in a blog post over the weekend, he shared the Game of Thrones. Uh, is he's working on three animated projects based on the widely popular franchise. And they will just be uh, a bunch of black crayon. Because the shows are so dark, you don't know what the fuck's going on. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, just moving on. TV personality uh, and the Bachelorette star Rachel Lindsay's marriage to her husband of four years, Brian Abasolo, uh, is coming to an end. On Tuesday, Abasolo filed a petition for divorce in Los Angeles Superior Court, according to a copy of the file filing obtained by CNN. Also, Paula Abdul... Grammy-winning entertainer and former judge of the American Idol and So You Think You Can Dance is suing the executive producer of those programs, accusing him of a, a sexual assault and harassment along with gender violence and negligence, according to a lawsuit filed Friday. Apparently he pushed her up against a wall and then while she was sitting on a couch, got on top of her and tried to kiss her and stuff.
0: Um and don't forget um uh, Kathy Griffith's filed for divorce too. What? Really? Oh yeah. and it was interesting because it said she said uh, one day it said filing for divorce, the next day it says so I called my friend and she said, Come on over and so we uh so I spent the evening with her, Jane Fonda. I want to call Jane Fonda when I'm upset and hang out.
1: And Kathy Griffin and Cher like, used to live next to each other. So, or maybe they still do.
0: I just don't have good neighbors. That's where this comes <laughs> I
1: down Oh, I do. Actually, they're not Cher good neighbors, but they're good neighbors. Um, yeah. She's coming in concert soon,
0: Kathy Griffin. Yeah. Yeah. She'll be playing
1: I'd love to go see her, but the ticket prices were. Just out of my reach.
0: Well, they're they're expensive, and um, and I'll tell you, the crest is not the best venue for stand up. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. It's too big. Uh, well, they're all too. Most of them are too big anyway. But I don't well, know. We learned
1: that when we brought uh, Suzanne Westenhofer and Kate Clinton here.
0: Yeah. Um, the thing that. is, the thing is that um, it doesn't offer any because it's so big they should have some kind of screens that you can watch i know that's terrible yeah, but no no cool.
1: you're absolutely right yeah
0: yeah because uh you know i mean i there's people playing you know like uh um jim gaffigan and uh um inglesias uh, uh what's his name uh what's his first name julio mr inglesias oh, yes
1: uh Gabriel
0: yeah, they're playing at the the Golden One, uh, and uh, Joe Coy. That's two thousand twenty thousand seats. Yeah, but at least you know that. That's what I'm saying. If I'm going to go to see a comedy show and watch the the jumbotron, I might as well just wait till it's on TV, right? because you know, yeah. yeah. I'm watching TV, right? And and not hearing what's going on.
1: Now, I do think The Crest is a better venue than The Golden One for a comic, but still, I get what you're saying. Uh, well,
0: only because it's you're somewhat closer, right. but you're still not going to be able to see a facial imp- expression on, on anybody at The Crest.
1: Oh, and uh, we had Suzanne Westenhopper. I sat right the frick up front because I loved her so much.
0: Well, yeah, but that's because you had front row seats and they were free, now, for everybody else...
1: Three. We did a shit ton of work for those. We worked for those damn seats. Well,
0: I I didn't get to see the show because right. I was still working in the back. Uh,
1: so I in know.
0: The, you know. In the lobby, so I don't want to hear about the hard work and you well, saying... It, cool. it was hard work because we're the ones that picked her up and took her shopping
1: when she lost her luggage, and I was the one that arranged all the with stuff with her manager, so I did work. Oh, so, but it was like, can I tell you, though, about that? Um, I have missed Margaret Cho and Kathy Griffin, which I had tickets for, and a meet and greet with Margaret Cho because of tech weeks for shows that I was not scheduled to direct, but ended up
0: directing them anyway. Um, so, you should have gone to the thing. You oh, You had an assistant director. They could have watched.
1: I, I tried that. You guys guilted the hell out of me. You have to be there. It's tech beat. Blah blah
0: blah blah blah. I can't imagine me saying that.
1: Oh, maybe
0: it wasn't. What you were there. You were there. I know. Well, it doesn't mean I said it. I don't. It's not guilt by association on this. Somebody has to say it. I didn't say it. Thank you. I don't know.
1: Memories are spotty, but yeah. Anyway, Tom wants to talk to you about.
0: Oh, it's me? Yeah. Well, It's been a lousy week for TV, so I've I've Uh, had to venture out. Okay. Uh, And uh, so... um, Let's see. I I did finish The Gilded Age Season 2. And 3 is on the way. Oh, good. Um, Now, you you finished it, right? Uh, I have not. I have two more episodes. Oh, well, believe me, you don't want to miss the last episode. It makes the whole season just, I mean, Sean's been kind of wandering around. You know, he's on his uh, iPad. He's not paying real attention. Well, he's one of those people that can play a game and tell you what the dialogue is. I can't do that. Um, but um, he was even like, we were also giddy at the end of the show. Oh, cool. Okay. It was really, it was really a good ending of the season. So worth seeing. Uh, let's see. Uh, t- 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 uh, still watching. Uh, Challenge World Champion. We're almost to the end on this one. Um, it's over on Peak. I mean, uh, Paramount. For those interested, uh, this is a continuation of the the Challenge, which has basically been around for thirty years. Uh, started off Real World and uh, Road Rules, and then they get the they get the the challenger. They challenge each other for big prizes. And this has been going on for a ridiculous amount of time. And most of the people are still in the, uh, in the, uh, the works. I mean, not most, but a lot of the people that were around 25, 30 years ago still are in the, the shit. So it's kind of fun watching very old people trying to do these terrible, terrible stunts. Hmm. Um, speaking of that, um, Oh oh i uh when I was on Paramount Plus yesterday, they have real world all seasons, so where they were just popping out seasons on I think it was next right. where they had one and two come out, well, you can watch Pedro season, which was season three in San Francisco it's yep. on there right now, yeah, twenty episodes I don't it's know fun.
1: if I could watch that
0: again, um, maybe now that you're more of a you it's you're you're less involved you're in in their relationships and stuff like that. It may be easier to watch as a uh, kind of like watching old home movies, you know. So uh, let's see. Uh, now since we uh, finished uh, True Blood, which uh, shocking, I was shocked at how it ended because I didn't remember. I didn't remember, but like a major character dies at the end. I was shocked. Huh.
1: Uh, I yeah. know. I have to go watch it
0: Yeah, and they were really fun They're really fun to watch Even though it's a drama, it's still a soap opera Mm. Yeah, Yeah, so um, That was good Let's see, uh, um, and since we quit True Blood, we needed another Another uh, You know, when there's nothing on Because, let's face it, there's no New network television Right now yet That's coming up starting this week And then into February um so you got to have an old favorite to go back and watch an episode a night with and that's we just started the real O'Neills, um which what a delightful show and um right and yeah. and you know what's really funny is the girl the sister Mhm and she also played the 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 daughter in the the uh, new normal yes and then she played um the one of the friends in love victor I haven't finished that yet. Oh, movie! She was in from the beginning. She was the girl with the glasses. She she she, she, she seemed like she was uh, one of the the mean girls, but she was actually, um, you know, she was getting prettier. Is what it was happening. And so, as she was changing her image, but uh, I'm looking at that new normal. Real Anneals, Love mm-hmm. Victor. Gay, gay, gay. Yeah. Good for her. And, you know, she's uh, starring as one of the Mean Girls in Mean Girls, the musical that's going to be coming out to theater soon. I did not know that. Yeah. So uh, we've been we've been watching her for years and we love her. So, yeah, she's been great.
1: And I I went back and watched Real O'Neill's again not long ago. I really enjoyed it.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a good show. And we love VP. Um, oh, God. It was VP Murray. The vice president, because when he was on this show, he kept showing up on all these other shows that I was watching. So it was like, oh my God, I was watching so and so, and VP Murray was on that. And I'd tell Brian, he goes, oh, I didn't know he was on that show. Well, he just did a guest. Uh, wow. Mm-hmm. So was that? that was fun. Oh. Uh, and um, also, I'm looking forward to Mean Girls Musical uh, coming. I'm kind of too yeah cuz it's it's um it's a it's a remake of the original mean girls with i hear some of the music from the musical not all of it mm-hmm. uh let's see uh oh um uh, i've been watching um I, okay i was watching tiny desk um uh, concerts cuz they had the new sweeney todd with uh um, uh josh 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 oh. what Ruben. Yeah. Yeah. Um, He was in it. So it was, have you seen these tiny concerts? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, It's NBR NBR. Yeah. NBR. And they, uh, in their office, people come in and they set up concerts and they, you know, like they have a piano and a guitar or whatever. Uh, um, So I I watched that one uh, and it was fun. And so then all of a sudden, you know, my algorithm has changed now. And they go, hey, how'd you like to see Taylor Swift? And I went, okay, let's watch Taylor Swift. So I watched Taylor Swift's uh, Tiny concert, um, Tiny Desk Concert. And then I watched Coldplay and I watched Ed Sheeran. Uh, so um, they're on YouTube and they're delightful that you get like four, usually four or five songs. It usually runs about 20 minutes. And um, it's a lot of fun. So uh, definitely if you are into that kind of thing, um, it's, it's great to see it's very personal. Uh, Yeah. Hmm. So um, let's see. Then um, what else is going on? Uh, Oh, and so since I'm watching, I watched Sweeney Todd in the tiny desk, all of a sudden all the Sondheim that I've been catching, turned into concerts, I mean, into, into concerts or into uh, filmed versions of his, his shows. Cause I was watching um, some interviews with him that I found fascinating, but then that turned, that turned into tiny desk that turned into actual shows. So I watched into the woods and that's the one with Bernadette Peters and Sunday in the park with George, which also had Bernadette Peters in it. So right. these were the, they weren't the Broadway version, but these were the, uh, I don't know if it was post-Broadway or pre-Broadway, they filmed it. And so uh, like Into the Woods, besides Burnett Peters has Chip Zinn and Joanna Gleason, uh, most of the original cast that I can tell of Into the Woods and Sunday in the Park, the same. So um, really fun. Uh, uh, there's got to be a Sweeney Todd in there too. Um, Cause I know they have it on the Broadway um, app, but I don't know if you can get it there. I have a copy at home. But, um, worth seeing if you can get get a hold of it, but i'm I'm fucking with my algorithms because for the last three weeks, it's been nothing but assorted Christmas videos. remember those ones I was sending you yes, oh yeah yeah well they they were fucking me on every line, every line. I'm like, I'm watching horror videos, why aren't these kicking in? I'm watching John Kung and his cooking. Why isn't that kicking in? Huh? so it got ugly um but uh, now there i've only got just a couple of christmas things still listed my god wouldn't they know that after the first of the year you can stop with the christmas stuff i still have a whole bunch of like
1: christmas jazz winter jazz
0: yeah yeah i love it i love how it went from christmas to winter to new years to um the cold days of of winter yeah uh
1: don't be throwing valentine shit at me yet
0: oh <laughs> no you, you're doing that on your own what do you mean
1: uh i found a good I mean, i'm not going to talk about that right now
0: <laughs> okay anyway so um, so we finished shining uh shining veil and minx over on <coughs> in the stars mm-hmm. so um and uh both ended well i don't know if they're coming back or not Probably not because anything I like doesn't. Well,
1: so, I could see finishing itself out, but
0: who knows? That sounds dirty. Ha!
1: Well, especially that show.
0: Uh, yeah. Let's see. Um, well, you watched that, so we'll talk about that. Um, I'm still enjoying Monarch, uh, the Godzilla TV series that's over on um, Apple TV. But what kills me is that there's a brand new Godzilla movie coming out. And there's already a Godzilla movie already out. Right. Yeah. So that Stitch has two feature films right. and a series. She's not having a problem, is she? She's doing good. No. And I was just telling Nephi about that.
1: I mean, not Nephi, but Clint about that, too. All these movies.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see. I also uh, tried to get through "Passion," which is another Stephen Sondheim musical that I found, that got offered to me. And this is just—it's this terrible story of a man who. Um, it, I guess this is Italy during some war, um, and uh, this soldier meets the sister. No, no cousin of his of his uh commanding officer and she's an ugly woman a homely woman um and and she's nothing she does nothing but feel sorry for herself in her songs and her in her dialogue it's just like uh and of course he falls in love with her um because uh because he wants to make her life better it's just like ugh, 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 I can't even take this it's so gross <laughs> and first of all I mean, they even in the description they talk about how homely she is, and it's like she's not you put some makeup on her and do her hair, and she's not going to be homely. What do you okay? I'm not even gonna get anyway, did not like the show. Hmm. And then I, I did see two movies this week. Um, well, one that we both saw, which I'll wait, but the other two that I saw, I was on stars and I had. An hour and a half to kill. So I watched Doctor Dolittle, the original oh. uh, Eddie Murphy Doctor Doolittle, yeah. uh, which I I I love the show. I, I really do. I love, I love all the voiceovers, and it's a sweet little show. You remember the one? Okay, yeah. And, and then uh, and then I at the theater I saw the Color Purple, uh, which I thought was wonderful. It was really a good show. Uh, moved really well. Beautiful you know, beautifully made, great acting. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. And you, you had asked me, was it the best movie of the year? And, and I can, I can say confidently it's the best movie I've seen so far this year. And, and it's funny because you, I said, I haven't seen that many movies. So I went to, um, box office mojo and I checked, you know, top movies of the year, Of 2023, uh, box office wise, and kind of went down and went. Okay, I saw that. Saw that. Oh my god, I've seen a lot of these. Oh, yeah, I have seen a lot of these movies. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I I did love Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, Mm -hmm. but um, um, yeah, uh, this yeah, I was really happy with uh, the color purple. And uh, so, uh, let's go to our joint watches.
1: (laughs) Well, I finished out Survivor finally. Okay, and um, I had I didn't really overall care about any of them, uh, the final three winning because I kind of liked almost everybody in the cast. There was only a couple people that really kind of grated on me, but the rest of it, I did you just, you, you just remove stuff from. I don't even know. Oh, oh gotcha, there. gotcha. Calm okay, down. okay. Oh my God, <laughs> calm down. Just stuff is disappearing. I I don't remember. Okay, cool. Okay, so yeah, so I finished out Survivor. I would say that the winner was the the least favorite, and I think that she was. I I just didn't really like her that much. Um, but again, overall, I don't. I didn't really have a strong opinion about any of the cast, but I still think. I I would have gone with Jake myself, but he didn't get one vote. So womp womp on that.
0: I know. But um now I told you that both Jake and the guy that came in second. Yeah. Both said that they were out on a date and they were on a date with each other. Really? I don't know if that's true or not. I mean I don't know if I if it was, was a her, like, but... I don't know if it was like a date date. Yeah. Um, I always figured Jake was gay, but I didn't know that if the other guy was. I
1: think he might
0: be one of those new age bi but poly
1: or whatever, but I mean he kind of acts like it. But I do know that he was pretty much into what's what's her name on the show. Who knows off the show.
0: I know, that's what I thought too. That's why I was confused.
1: So um, so I watched that and then uh Percy Jackson. I've caught up on all three episodes. What a good show! I mean, I think we talked... I don't. Maybe
0: did we talk about it last time? Well, we we may have talked about the first two episodes. Okay. But...
1: So, uh, oh yeah, gotcha. So yeah, it it still. I was. I felt like I was watching the movie with the first two, but now I don't, and it was interesting uh, the Medusa thing uh, in this episode, and I always thought it was interesting how. You know, we're we're we, when we're kids, we're kind of taught that Medusa was a big scary monster and you see Clash of the Titans and she needed her head cut off and all this stuff. But then I'm like, when you really know the story of Medusa, it was really fucked up. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm kind of glad that this went into that a little bit, but still.
0: Well, but that's these are the kind of things that they're going to be able to do. Yeah, and, uh, You know, where they can, where book one, like I said, if book one takes eight episodes, then it'll take eight episodes. And right. if book four takes 12 episodes, it'll take 12 episodes. And I appreciate that. I do. And, and I'm hoping that that's exactly how they're going to treat it. They promised that this way they're going to treat the new Harry Potter on Max. And yeah. that's exactly what I would do. I would do it to where, um, you just get somebody to take uh, the the book, mm-hmm. make an adaptation true to the book, not true to the movies.
1: And I I think that somebody, uh, whoever was started that project, was listening to us and got the idea from us. Oh, so. I
0: do too. I'm, I'm sure that this is completely we're we the sparkers
1: of that. But I think it's a great idea, and I'm I'm looking forward to it, regardless of Dingbat what's her name I'm still looking forward to the new Harry Potter stuff and I'm looking forward to more Percy Jackson
0: yeah um, it was uh, interesting I don't know what I was going to say go ahead
1: okay Uh, let's see Uh, then Rebel Moon part one you watched that too Um, I I got a text from our friend Clint night before last I think it was like, have you seen Rebel Moon on Netflix? It's so good. And I said, yeah, I saw it. And he said, how could you not tell me how good it was? And I almost missed it. And I'm going, what? <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I I didn't, I, I, I thought it was fine, but it's just
0: formula. Yeah, it was not formula. No, first of all, um, we watched the first half and Sean goes, I don't want to watch anymore. <laughs> See, that's, I almost turned it off too until they finally got into space. And then I'm
1: like, okay, at least this is a little more interesting.
0: Yeah. And, then and, and, but the second half was better than the first half for what that. Yeah. 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 So,
1: yeah. but you know, again, here's a movie, you know, when a movie like that that's a space adventure which is stuff that i love and i'm really and i'm i'm sitting there thinking you know all of this started over um a a, a white woman the girl that she saved yeah and i'm like again another movie that started with this huge War where all these people are getting killed because of some white woman. Oh wow! Well. Just
0: like uh, when when um, oh. what's the character uh, um, Oprah Winfrey's character in Colored Purple*? Oh yeah. When she gets thrown in jail, why? Yeah. Because some white woman wanted her to be her maid, and she said no. Right. Exactly.
1: Again, a white woman causes misery. <laughs> I know that's horrible, but anyway, uh, I I, I want to say I wanted I want to like it. I I hope that part two is better, but this was just so by the book formula that I
0: just I was bored. Well, and I can't even tell you what any of the characters were. And I watched it this week. I I thought that her the the male sidekick to her was attractive. Okay. You're you're saying things I don't even like. I said yeah. I am completely. It's completely just. Whoosh, I, yeah, I remember yeah. the second half was better, but I can't even tell you what happened. Yeah, it was just so so boring to me. Uh, so uh, what? Non not memorable. It was. There's nothing memorable about it. Mm-mm. No. So I did appreciate the fact that y- the special effects were done cheaper, and they were perfectly fine. Yes, absolutely. I will agree. I with I do think they spend way too much money on special effects for these movies yeah. when you can do them easily and and much cheaper. I, I keep whenever I see uh, things when I'm watching shows and I'm going, now see that is a perfectly good special effect done cheaply and you know uh, not that it means anything, but I I I, I see that now.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> So then we uh, turned to the darker side of movies and watched Saltburn. Burn. Uh, everybody was just posting like crazy over this. And I, find, I was just like, okay, I want to see what the fuck is going on. Because everybody's freaking out about this movie. I will say that I still remember most of this movie. And I still find myself just sitting thinking about it. It stayed in my head, so... Oh, it did me,
0: too, but because I hated it so much. (laughs) See, I... Well, I'm not saying that I loved it. I was never a big fan of the talented Mr. Ripley, either. Uh, I don't like... like I don't like this...
1: I think this was a better version.
0: Well, obviously, uh, it was the same show. I I, mean, basically. um, And, um, yeah, I, uh, I... was it better? I don't know that it was. I I can't remember the other one because I I gritted my teeth through the whole thing. I hated it. And this one, at least, I saw it at home, and yeah. you know, I was like going, you know, nobody's particularly cute enough for me to like. It garnered my attention so right. there's that even though they were naked at times, yeah, uh, especially and, and and but right away, right away. I'm going, this is the talented Mr. Ripley. This is bullshit. I know the story. I know how this is gonna end. How'd you like the end, by the way?
1: Uh I I was I, I thought it was fine. I thought it was a very interesting ending. I don't I don't know. I, I my the moral part of me wants to go, oh, it was horrible. But actually for the movie itself, it worked. I mean, none of the family really was redeemable. No. Oh, so, uh, you know, I mean, the most interesting character was the the main guy who he killed. Oh, I mean, who
0: disappeared first? Well, so, they've seen the kind of Mr. Ripley they know.
1: Yeah, so I mean, but the thing that got me was that he was doing all these manipulative things, and none of them paid off. Like every time he did something, it would just be like stopped in its tracks. So it's not like he really did a lot of manipulation or anything kind of until the end. Right. So, but like the whole sister thing and everything, I'm like there is absolutely no point to have had that in there. Like it it did not pay off at all. I
0: agree with you, nothing. It's just ugh. And then like I, sleeping with the
1: cousin and, and trying to do all that stuff and next thing you know It didn't pay off at all. So why the fuck were those plot points even in there if they had no repercussion later on?
0: That's all I have to say. Yeah.
1: Anyway, I will say that it's a movie that people should see if they can stomach it. Just so that they've seen it, but anyway, I wouldn't. Yeah. I
0: wouldn't run. When out you say, when you say it. stomach it, you make it sound like it's like okay. Gonna... I'm sorry, but see those scenes
1: that uh, most people are talking about, especially that one scene, and you know which one it was, did not bother me. I mean, I thought it was gross. Wait, I is felt... this the scene you're talking about? It was gross and had no point to be there, but at the same time there are people that are literally just freaking out and throwing up watching it. I'm like, get over it. If you can watch John Waters' early mo- f- films, you can watch this shit.
0: Yeah, I think, I think everyone's just trying to be... trying to react. It's yeah. Just, it's,
1: you know. Okay, so then, of course, watch the Barbie movie, and I swear it was like somebody gave three different directors and crews money and said go go, make a Barbie film and then they all came back and they mashed it all together so you didn't it felt so disjointed and so like here we are doing this one thing and then okay we're gonna transition in the world you know what you're doing and then no there's something else and it, it and then the end what I'm like this is so, like that whole scene where she's talking to, and I don't want to give a, a bunch away, even though it came out a while ago, but when she's kind of near the end and she's talking to the the woman in the hallway, you know what I'm talking about? That took so fucking long. That scene was just like, get do something.
0: This is so boring. But... Uh, it's listen, not that- to me, it wasn't boring. I didn't. I didn't feel it was quite as disjointed. But I just, uh, first of all, I hated the Mattel storyline. That, yeah, because
1: that it, it seemed different than everything else. It was like you, it, you go from this really creative Barbie world, which I really liked the scenes there, and then you go into the real
0: world, which is slapsticky comedy. Well it was actually it was really interesting watching them um adjust, try to figure out and adjust you know where where right. Barbie gets yeah, there yeah. and she's got all her rights taken away because she's a woman and uh and Ken all of a sudden is the um is the man because right. he's a man and I thought that was really interesting but <laughs> as soon as I mean I like the uh, uh, America Ferrara character but yes. I honestly mm-hmm. don't think she needed to be uh working at Mattel. I mean, the only reason she needed to be working at Mattel was because she would be in the driveway when Barbie comes running out. That's exactly. the only reason she needed to work at Mattel.
1: Yeah.
0: And you could have gotten rid of all that bumbling and fumbling by the uh Will Farrell and the men idiots. That I mean, to me, that was that was the part that ruined it for me. Yeah. Because I, I I like the fact that Barbie gets back and all the, uh, the other Barbies are like, they've decided that men are are the best because men told them that they are the best and that the women are second citizens. And see all that part. I liked, I was told too. I mean, that was fine too. What I did, not but it just, What I didn't like was then here comes the Mattel people. They were the dumb, dumb, stupid storyline that didn't need to be.
1: Something interesting that I, I wanted to see into slapstick stupidity. And then they tacked on this esoteric end. Well, except for the very end where, I mean, I thought that was a little funny. But it was just too disjointed for me. But I would still... Say watch it. There, are, I'm still listening to the soundtrack. I still look at some of the the that opening number and stuff.
0: Well, just you know, if you go in, because uh, I've I've watched it a second time because the first time I was not particularly happy with it and right. confused why this was so popular, and then I watched it again, and and there are some really good things that happen in it.
1: Uh huh. And,
0: and and but if they had just eliminated Will Ferrell. And the entire Mattel thing it would have made it so much more interesting that Barbie has to figure out that, oh well, maybe we were doing the same thing to the kins that 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 men were doing to us when doing to me when I was in the real world,
1: and that, that would have been great, a good solid
0: movie, yeah. Yeah but it was it was just yeah it was i i don't need slapstick i i don't the only time slapstick has worked for me was what's up doc and top uh wait no what is it uh airplane those two now see
1: i i love slapstick when Miranda's doing it on her show other than that it has to be really smart slapstick and will ferrell is not smart. He plays, except for Elf, which he still did all slapsticky stuff, but I liked it for some reason. Right. I do every time he's the same fucking character.
0: Yeah, and he always wants to get naked. That's the weird thing. Right. What is with that? Except for Elf. Except for Elf. Right. Um, yeah. Was, uh, God, I just thought of something um and it is gone, uh, but so um, uh. I was... Uh, I. uh I, I I really wanted to like Barbie, but I I would suggest to people not to watch Barbie. Uh, see, I I, I unless think, it, well, you know what, it's on Max right now. If you got Max, go ahead and watch it. It's free. I, I think it's pro- going to be part of our cultural
1: reference enough that you should see it or see parts of it. But yeah, yeah I wouldn't go out. I wouldn't. I don't think I'd watch it again, except for the, the opening number and the Ken stuff. Okay. But anyway. all right. So moving on to my week, uh, I got a, um, release kit for Xavier Toscano. And I hope I'm saying his first name right. I don't think it's Javier. I think it's Xavier, uh, Toscano. Um, he sent me his X marks the spot release kit. And let me tell you, it was so well put together. There's like DVD or, I mean, not a DVD, but there's like CD in it. And there's like posters and, um, certificates. And
0: what is it? And who is he? What is,
1: is he He's a singer. Sorry. Oh, okay. He is a singer. He's uh, actually a California, uh, based down in the Bay area. And, um, I've followed him on um, Facebook and stuff for quite a long time. And unfortunately, he recently lost his mom. So we gave him a chub hug out uh, long ago. But uh, he's just a really fun singer, a really nice person um, and really funny. But I was I just it was a surprise to get this kit. And I love it. Um, and hopefully I'll be doing an article with him soon. Uh, I finished Fred Claus. I didn't hate the second part of the movie as much as... Well, I didn't hate the second part of the movie. The first part of the movie, I did. Um, I don't think I'll ever watch that again, though. <laughs> uh, then I watched *Dusk Set, which is Catherine Hepburn and... Tracy,
0: Spencer Tracy. Is it Spencer Tracy? Spencer Tracy.
1: Hmm. Okay. No. Maybe I, don't, I. I. Anyway. Um. It's so fun. Anyway, it's a it's a holiday type movie. Type movie, but you can watch it any time of the year because it's just. Uh, anyway, she plays. Uh, Tracy
0: hey. Catherine Hepburn, Gig Young John
1: Mendel. Okay. Uh, anyway, she she plays a, an information person, and it's just it's a very fun movie. I like to watch it every Christmassy type year, New Year's. Uh, I finished Amazing Race. The um, the uh, brothers won again. This is another season where there were no like crazy villainous weird. People that you're just like, oh my gosh, please don't let them win. I wanted the deaf father and the um, cute uh, son team to win. They were part of the final three. But I was happy with any of the final three. They were all good teams. But my favorites came in last again. Womp, womp. Um I watched an old Dean Kane movie called Post Impact. Just because I couldn't find anything else to watch at the moment big steaming pile of poo don't do it and plus dean kane is a crazy nut republican nutcase. so oh, anyway no. <laughs> but this movie was uh from quite a number of years ago and it was so stupid it's like he's it's post impact of a big uh comet he's going back to try to look for his family and in the meantime, he has shower scenes where he's having sex with this woman. And I'm like, you're going back to look for your family, but you'll stop to have sex with this chick. <laughs> Fuck you. You're stupid. The only redeeming character... it was, was he naked? Did you see bits? No. In fact, you only saw... Well, you saw tits. But for him, you only saw, like, his tits. And let me tell you, this was well after Superman. So it was... Mm. Anyway, um not that I had a complaint about it. I'm just saying that it was not what you were expecting. So horrible movie. Uh I rewatched the Doctor Who special number three. Better the second time. Uh I watched Doctor Who special number four with the new Doctor. Wasn't the strongest episode. So I am really I really do like this new Doctor, and I'm looking forward to more episodes but that one just missed the mark for me uh are you you, so you haven't watched reacher no okay so five five episodes into the second uh series of reacher and uh it's actually good it's never it's the first season was better humor wise character wise this one bonding with the old team rah, 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 rah. um it's still if you like that type of show and you like him cuz he's quite dreamy um you'll like it uh there is a warning in episode 2 i think there is a dead pet warning fucking hate that shit but just letting you know it's there and then finally i watched Everything all over, all over your face, or everything, everywhere, all at once, whichever you want to call it. And um, I really liked it. I will never want to watch it again. Uh, I thought everybody did a great job. It was crazy. And you really had to follow it to know what the hell was going on because it, but I thought they did a really
0: good job with it.
1: So I would say you should watch it at least once.
0: Well, it was best picture of the year.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't necess. well, I mean, I don't necessarily disagree because I think that everyone in it, and following all those crazy-ass stories and everything else, they did a really good job. I I I give them a lot of applause. It is not a movie that I would watch again, though.
0: So, there we go. Until someone ties it into Christmas and you'll watch it again.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just stretching it just a little. All right. Anyway, I still don't want to die hard, even though they call it a Christmas movie. I tried that last year and just went, fuck this. It's not even... Well, I'd probably piss off a lot of people if I said it's not even that good of a movie. <laughs> just
0: saying. In my opinion. All right, Um 40 years old. Who cares? True. I mean, do, there's nothing to get emotionally... Uh, it, the, only, the only movie I, it seems oh. that people can ever be emotionally upset about is Gone with the Wind. And that's when people go, well, you know, it was very racist and it was, well, it was the time. It was the time. No, it was 1939. The time was not the 1800s that it takes place, and maybe it just didn't need to be made at all. No! No! It's the best movie ever! Okay, whatever.
1: I not watch the entire thing. I just, that... Casablanca and Citizen Kane. No, actually I, I did watch all of Citizen Kane. I couldn't, couldn't get through Dr. Chivago. It's like four hours. I just couldn't. I, I made it through like an
0: <laughs> It's mostly him staring out over the desert and the the mer- the music just flaring, you know, and it's like, okay yeah. this how long are they gonna do this? Yeah. Another two and a half hours. Okay. Right. It was so oh. re- you remember well, you might not remember this, but when it played on television, it would play over two nights. No, I don't remember that. It was like six hours over two nights yeah. to get the whole movie in. <sighs> this is awful. Um uh what
1: what's the what's the desert one? Uh, uh L- Lawrence of Arabia. Yes, I I wa- I made sure to watch that and again went uh, Yeah, some of these movies that are classics. Oh, and I still haven't watched all of It's a Wonderful Life. I was going to do it this year, and I just couldn't bring myself to do it. It was good. I watched it. I know you did. Yeah. I mean, I've seen enough of it that I know. But anyway, let's get into advice. This one is an advice column called Dear Someone Else's Mom. When my grandfather passed, he had it in his will to pass on some heirlooms he had held onto to our family members' advertisement. No, sorry. (laughs) Um, Ever since I was a small child, I was fascinated by a photo of his great-grandmother, who I looked just like. There was a family legend that the photo was haunted by the spirit of my great-great-grandmother, who was very involved in spiritualism back in her day. I used to laugh it off <laughs> because I not only do not believe in ghosts, but I am the least superstitious pe- person I know. I am beginning to rethink all of that since inheriting the photograph. I have had to replace the glass in the frame twice now because it's dropped off the wall where it was hanging and cracked the glass. I have several other family photos hung on the same wall and I have never had any trouble with any of them falling. They are all on the same kind of hangers with the same kind of hooks. There was also one time when I found the photo on the table near the wall display leaning on a picture of my own children. Uh, I was the only one in the house at the time, and I know it was where it belonged when I got up that morning and passed it on the way to the kitchen to make breakfast. I know it sounds strange, but I feel like I should put the photo somewhere else where I don't have to see it all the time and wonder about it. Does that make me slightly cracked? I have asked everyone in my family if they have played around with the photo and everyone says no, but I don't believe it goes.
0: Put the thing away. Yeah, I mean, or... um, Put it away. Obviously, if it you found it in a different position, leave it in that position and see if it stays there. Yeah,
1: or you know what? If you really do think that your grandmother, great grandmother, great great grandmother's attached to it, talk to it. Tell it, you know, I'd really like you to stop doing
0: that. It's not very nice. Right. Exactly. Uh, instead of uh, instead of uh, running around going, I don't believe in ghosts. Uh-huh. Just you know uh placate it with
1: a live in. Right. And I mean if you really need to cleanse it out of something,
0: you know, you there's you know, there's ways of doing that too, but right. if it's her picture and it's her ghost or spirit. Yeah. Um and if if the only thing that's happened is the glass is broken because she doesn't like hanging on the wall. Right. Why don't you just, you know, try okay. to uh do what she wants?
1: Yeah. So anyway, Dear I, uh, dear Don't Believe in Ghosts, I can understand you're being unnerved by what seems like unexplainable happenings, and I doubt you're losing your mind. My guess is that there's a completely non-paranormal reason for the photographs falling down and getting moved, regardless of the claims of innocence among your family members. However, since I believe you should feel safe and comfortable in your own home, I agree with you. That your idea of placing the photo somewhere in some place in the house, you and other members of the household are less likely to visit without letting anyone else in on your secret relocation spot. If the picture stays put and intact, that ought to demonstrate whether or not you foiled your family ghost, whomever it turns out to be. Yeah, makes sense. Sure. Good advice. All right ask someone else's mom you can go check them out online at someone else's mom all right timothy wrote in and said hey chubbs you are are you excited about
0: 2024 i'm always excited about a new year
1: yeah Uh, well works for me Uh, i'm plugging along um hey chubbs again timothy wrote in and said hey chubbs do you think
0: do you still think farts are funny I do. But um I'll tell you there was this time this last like couple months where Sean has been farting constantly <laughs> and 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 they have not been pleasant. Yeah. And then we had uh, it was funny cuz we had uh um uh, uh basically a, a croissant breakfast casserole but mm. croissants with sausage and you know ham and egg and you mix it all together and bake it yeah and last night i had the worst egg farts uh
1: egg farts are really i bad.
0: know they are terrible and it was it was late it was actually i was in bed and i had to go pick up the covers because it blew it right off the bed uh. Uh, and uh but it was like oh jesus i hope this doesn't wake sean up because mm-hmm. It certainly keep preventing me from sleeping, uh, and fortunately we have a fan, so it dissipated pretty quickly. But yeah, yeah. but I, I still think farts are, are pretty funny.
1: I, well, speaking of when I was healing, getting better from being sick, and I could start eating again. I don't know what the hell I ate, but man, there was like a three or four days where, oh. God, I don't remember ever stinking that bad. Anyway, moving on from that. um, I think that properly placed farts, if you're talking about like in films and TV and stuff, properly placed can be funny. But you really have to do it right to me. Because if it's just slapsticky fart type humor, stuff like that, I don't find it funny. I I just, I'm like, whatever, that's pedestrian humor. On
0: RuPaul's Drag Race last year, they maybe it was the year before, they did a, uh, it was like a high, um, it was a soap opera, but it was high drama, high comedy soap opera. And and they added the farts in after they had done it. Mm -hmm. So the woman walks in and goes, I'll be the one to tell you whether or not that's going to happen. That was funny. The whole thing was super funny because they all watched it together, and the girls had no idea they were adding farts. <laughs> so yeah. it was hilarious. It was hilarious, and and I I think I think that farts can be perfectly hilarious. You're right. I mean, you can't overdo them, right? But, but you, you've to, uh, like you you got to if you have know, seen
1: it where a person just goes completely, you know, like or just. I don't know something and and has a big massive fail and it's funny or whatever. And then at the end, there's just this silence at the end and all of a sudden you just hear a that can be hilarious. Rudy Giuliani sitting there at his thing next to what's her name and farting. And
0: (laughs) I'm sorry,
1: but that was kind of funny.
0: Speaking of that, do you ever watch um, the, the hot wings thing on, um, on YouTube? uh Yes, yes, I do. There's one from seven years ago, um uh with Bobby Lee. Uh huh. And Bobby Lee is like going, you know, he's eating it and he's going, oh God! And all of a sudden, there's like a, and and the guy goes, "Did you fart?" He goes, "Yes." And he goes, <laughs> "Okay." And then then and he goes, "Well, th- this works into the question." um there's actually a couple stories of where you have actually shit yourself on television he goes no it was only once uh. and and uh, the second one was in our producer's office uh but not actually on air and and he's like okay so later on in the episode at, like when he's down to like the eighth or ninth wing all uh. of a sudden he does he, he makes a face like this huh and then they show Sean, who's the, the, the narrator, uh, the, the interviewer and he's going, are you okay? And he's going, and then obviously they heard a noise cause uh-huh. that was, it was taken out. You can't hear the noise in it. Uh-huh. And he goes, did you just, and Bobby goes, and he goes, do we need to stop? And he goes, no, keep going. Keep going. Oh, I don't know. Um... Oh my God. So yeah. Um, <laughs> He it was a fart a wet fart and he shit himself. So uh, that's funny stuff, girl That's, that's funny stuff. Girl. I mean, obviously that wasn't planned. That
1: was right. Like wet fart type humor usually doesn't do anything for me because I'm just like rah, rah, let's clean well, up.
0: See, I'll tell you the fun thing to do. Is if you get a picture of somebody where they're making a, a let's say, a, a, a hesitant face like this, yeah, you know, then all you have to do is take that picture, go to one of the meme things and put, oh, it would, oh, uh, no, uh, uh, oh, it not, it, you could it put something like, I'm trying to think of how I worded it, because I've done this to many people that I've gotten pictures for. Oh. And I had one for Jaina, she would never let me post it. <laughs> um, and uh, but I kept it with oh god, I'm never gonna find it. But it's like, um, uh, basically, when you, um, oh, that wasn't a fart, oh, uh, yeah, like so. And it's really fun to do, and uh, and and but Jaina refused to, she said, do not post that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how, but it's hilarious, don't. So-
1: recently that I thought a fart was really funny when we were watching The Golden Bachelor and that that black lady they were interviewing her and all of a sudden she just she said excuse me and she just let out this long string of gas and then went right back into the interview and not a fart okay,
0: yeah, that look it just it sells it sells girl
1: uh, sometimes it can be funny, but when when she did that, I thought not only was that so funny, but it was just the, because it was perfect timing, she stopped them, it happened for a long time, and then she came back and went right back into the interview, and to me that that was funny but yeah it's it's yeah, it's subjective, but I have to look at it like this. We all do it, get over it,
0: oh, yeah, but there's a time and place for it it can
1: be it can be humor, yes, but you know what's not humorous what what is really interesting, oh. Well, that face kind of looks for it. So, okay. Um, what's not funny, what is very funny, oh,
0: this fucking thing, I'm so sick of Apple and how they keep adding junk there. And every time you move it around, it brings up, oh, did you want to do something with this picture? I, I, no, I, I wanted to look at it, you asshole. For people watching,
1: not watching the video, Tom was trying to show me something, his iPad flipped back to a screen full of porn.
0: So, (laughs) no,
1: No, I'm kidding. There was no porn.
0: Okay, there is, but now you didn't see any of it.
1: Good. Um. Okay. So now let's get into.
0: And it's just pictures of our friends that I've gotten pictures of naked. So,
1: well, we we all have. You're in there. Oh no, I don't think I am. You think I am, but I'm not there.
0: Yeah, remember when you're laying flat on the bed with your arms back like this? No, on uh, bigger city. No, no, it was yeah, bigger city like ten years ago. I got a copy of it.
1: Okay, well, let's show that off camera then. But I don't. Yeah, I wouldn't show it on camera.
0: (laughs) That's my secret stash, so I can go back and look at people's wieners.
1: I still don't think that's me, but. We'll, we'll go on because we want to make sure
0: I'm talking about. Don't make it sound like you didn't do it.
1: want to make sure we pay attention to Mr. Moose.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Let's eat. Okay. Sorry. All right. Starting with. Chicken you, strips and is it okra? I mean,
1: chicken nuggets and okra. New Year's Eve Eve wanted something special since I've been working since early morning, taking down the Christmas decorations, needed a little reward. Even if I have to cook it myself, buttered scallops with a seafood breader and panko breadcrumbs, deep fried until golden brown. Also fried okra until crunchy. Tomato and avocado salad to round out the meal.
0: I did you could cook scallops this way.
1: Is amazing. I didn't either. I would that. I, that's how I want my scallops from now
0: on. Yeah, because the, the problem with scallops is, well, see, the thing is, you could probably do them from frozen, which mm-hmm. would prevent them from overcooking. Right. Because, talk to them just, them to have
1: them have in a heartbeat or two. All right. Next up, Happy New Year to both of you. Well, thank you. And Happy New Year to you. New Year's Day today. Good weight training day. Reward was a true Southern lunch. Went to Cracker Barrel. Do you have those? Uh, We do actually think have two Cracker Barrels. I think Um, we also have uh, Black Bear Diners here, yeah, yeah, which are not everywhere, but they're in the South. Nephi went to one recently.
0: Well, if if you want a good laugh, you got to read his venture out to the Cracker Barrel. Oh, okay. So, went to
1: Cracker Barrel. Do you have those? Yes, we do. They serve southern cooking, chicken and dumplings, fried chicken, country fried steak, meatloaf, roast beef. You get the idea. We had catfish, pinto beans, fried okra, and not in the picture, mac and cheese. Delicious. So, was it on Facebook? Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll have to go check that out.
0: It was just, uh, it's it's like... Uh it was just one of those things where you're you're going, I really want to eat there. Yeah. And then you go there on, you know, one of the busiest days to go to a restaurant. So Okay. And, yeah. And, and and they have to trek to it too. So it was it was fun. It was fun. Yeah. A
1: neighbor gave us Christmas cookies, thumbprint, chocolate chip, cranberry nut, peanut uh, butter.
0: Okay.
1: There is Here is a snack with a quart of milk. Mmm, cookies, milk and cookies. That's really interesting. Very nut. Okay, I because the one looks almost like a savory. You know, I guess those are sweets, but it looks like it could be like you know. Um.
0: Well, yeah. That that doesn't. I I don't know what the green is. Yeah. Cranberry, because he told us, but right. the green, what would be what's green during the holidays?
1: That that's a
0: sweet. Yeah. I don't know. It looks, like peppers. it looks like some kind of chili or peppers yeah, or something. That's what I was thinking too.
1: Okay. Um, next up we have made hubby a ham sandwich. Simple, shaved boars, head, shaved boars head, honey, ham, mayo, multi-grain bread. That looks very, very good. Yeah, I
0: had I had a ham for uh, Christmas, Uh so we have been eating ham and you know we did did the ham sandwiches, then we did the ham croissant sandwiches. We did the um, we did the ham and cheese grilled cheese sandwiches with an egg. That was good. Um, I made split pea soup. Um, I used it in the croissant with the, uh, the egg casserole with the bacon. I mean, with the ham use it. There it was good. Um, uh, yeah. I've been using the fuck out of mine, but I see he's smart. He goes out and gets it sliced. <laughs> oh, of, really? Oh. Yeah. This, this is, well, I'm sure that he got it sliced. Uh, oh. Unless he's got a, meat yes. meat for himself, which I would not doubt.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Sean, uh, yeah, I, we, mom kind of put a kibosh on the ham. She, she doesn't really care for ham. So I didn't get one this year. Um, But I did get, what I did get, actually, I got a, so I got a piece of chuck, like, they were cut into two steaks, but they were thick. So they were chuck pieces. Chuck and, roast? Chuck roast steaks? Yes, but they were more like steaks. Okay, that's why I said uh, steaks afterwards. Okay. So uh $17 for a piece, two pieces that combined were like this big. Mm-hmm. So like the size of a I don't know small plate. And I punched the hell out of them. I usually don't tenderize meat. I usually just stick it in, but this one I was like, I don't know, so I like just punched the hell out of it and then put it in with a little seasoning. Oh my god, it came out so good. It was tender, it was easy to eat, it tasted amazing. How'd you cook it? Uh I just put a little a little bit of butter on the bottom of the pan, little garlic salt, put it in, salt, pepper, little garlic salt, and that was it. And How'd you you, it. you fried it, you baked it? I baked it. Okay, for how long? Uh I think three fifty for 40 minutes and oh my gosh, it was perfect.
0: Yeah. They're, they're really good for uh crock pots and Insta pots or uh, um, pressure cookers. They're really good too. Cause um, that, you know, the, uh, sh- um, when you go to uh, like a Mexican restaurant and you get the uh, beef, that's shredded beef. Yes. Yeah. Look, they get it from the Chuck roast
1: right uh see
0: i i need to
1: to look into something like that and do a good crock pot roast soon um oh, well, those
0: those are perfect because all they need is time to cook yeah. and then when they're done it's fantastic what you can do you can make sandwiches out of them you can make tacos out of them you can use it for uh you can just cut a, a slice of it with some mashed potatoes and gravy i usually like to make gravy and then shred the whole thing. And then, well, not the whole thing, but a lot of it, and then put that over like rice or mashed potatoes. Uh, and, and it's just, yeah, it's yummy stuff.
1: Great. Yeah. Well, I, I should, I should really look into doing that. And I still have that wonderful Instapot that, uh, Instant Pot that, uh, Ramble Redhead sent me. So I, I could, uh, I could do something with that scene again, too. um, I also have that wonderful oh my gosh, that walk that David sent me is just it's so cool and yet I don't use it much because I'm always afraid of like messing it up. <laughs> you know? But yes, walk up. Yeah. Now is it electric or is it um Oh no no. It,
0: it it's it well it, it sits on stuff. Yeah, like, I know. okay. Yeah. So it's so but it you personally. honestly can't mess them up unless after you're done with it you put it in like the dishwasher mm-hmm. or, yeah you're not supposed to use a lot you can use a little bit of soap just to clear out the like if you got a lot of oil in it but don't use a lot of soap cuz you don't want to lose your seasoning and people normally would say don't use any soap but sometimes you just have to break through yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's just too oily to just wipe clean. Because
1: I, yeah. <laughs> I used uh, peanut oil the first time and then olive oil the second. But, um, the other You're day... better
0: off with peanut because the olive oil has a high burn level. Mm, <laughs> Higher right.
1: burn level. Than... Yeah, mm-hmm. in fact, uh, the other day I was cooking something. I don't remember what it was I was cooking, but I think it – anyway, it doesn't matter – i used i I, but i wanted a butter flavor so i put some butter in the pan and then i put about a little less than the same amount of olive oil and it really it it did a great job because it gave me the butter flavor but the oil kept it from hitting that burned butter you know so that was really fun anyway we should close this down here uh Golden Rule Services want you to know about an important tool in preventing you from contracting HIV. PrEP is a medication proven to be 99% effective in preventing HIV. Uh, To learn more about PrEP, visit sacgrs.org. Find Tom's other podcast at swanerandjudd.com. Find my books at justkisstheguy.com. Find all our links at allmylinks.com slash And give us a call at
0: 408 69 chubs. Yes.
1: And that brings us to the end of this super long
0: New Year's show. We hope you had a good time. It wasn't that long. We talked a long time before we ever started. Oh, okay. Yeah. I believe you. I mean, Seder is going to tell us it's too long because it's more than 10 minutes. That's true. Yeah. It's very, very true. <laughs>
1: Well, anyway. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will catch you next time.
0: Bye. Bye. A network of inclusion.
1: UnifazPods.net.
0: This show is part of the Pride 48 Network.
1: This has been a, for fuck's sake, production.